What's good, everyone? Welcome to the EFBC channel. We got today's guest, Ray Geddes, and we're on episode six, everyone. Episode six. Six of them <laughs> So, yeah, yeah man. Episode yeah, six. Start giving us yeah. a lot of round of applause. <laughs> we're, we're staying consistent. Quick, we are quick golf clap. <laughs> we are staying consistent, everyone. We are staying consistent. Today's guest, we got the owner of GSF, Ray Geddes, is in the house. Good to see everybody. Glad to, glad to be here. <laughs> the, I call him the highlight reel god, everyone. If you like XGPW, you like highlight reel, check out GSF. Because his highlight reel, holy shit, holy shit, man. That's all I got to say. Fantastic work. By the way, Drew's back, everyone. Drew Gessner from 3Dub is in the house. Thank you. Thank you, man. man. I'm so happy to be back. I missed you guys. Max didn't miss miss me, but it's okay, man. (laughs) We're going to have some fun today. (laughs) (laughs) And we got Katrina. What's up? <laughs> and of course, we got the owner of EFBC, MJ Effin Jones. What's good, y'all? I'm here live and in color and crazy today. <laughs> <laughs> so today's um today's topic, everyone, is networking. Networking, right? Networking. To networking is really important into what we do. Um, especially in YouTube. I mean, you want to network as much as you can. But before we talk about networking, last week, I know Drew wanted to be on the show and whatnot because it was about show producing. And also, since we got Ray Geddes over here, the highlight reel god, let's talk about a little bit of show producing. What are your, what are like your guys' thoughts on show producing? Starting with Drew Gessner, how important is show producing in e in the eFed or call community? Well. Me, so I'm going to give a little background just real quick on myself. When I got into e-fetting, um, I didn't originally own 3Dub, but I took it over pretty quickly. I came off of being an audio producer straight off of a 10-year hiatus from wrestling. So I was like as far away from being an e-fed producer as you could be. Um, and it took a lot of time. It took years even to get my product where I want it to be. And I think Ray can say the same thing. We were just talking about this a little bit ago. It takes a lot of time. Do not be discouraged from time because it will take a lot of time to do what you want to see and be visual. Think about what you see on on TV. Think about how to get from point A to point B. Think about everything in between and just try to recreate that as best as you can in the show or in the game. And uh, it's tough. It is tough. But don't let time discourage you and uh, have that visual product, man. Do your best to to lay out what you want to see so everybody else can see it. That's and, how I can feel about it. <laughs> Ray, man, the highlight reel, man. So um, what yeah. are your what are your thoughts on how important is show producing in CAW and eFed? What are your thoughts, man? Just like Drew said, it, it takes a little while to get where you want Uh I'm still, you know, you've talked to me before. You know how my, you know, I, I do my show for my for my friends for the most part, okay? Uh, but, I mean, I like for people to come in and join and, and you know, see it and, and get more, I guess, 
publicity or more so it grows but but it's not like for me it's not really a necessity okay i just i do this because i like doing i like i like creating stuff but but for me you know if i'm going to do something i try to do it i try to put all these details in the stuff with uh and just make it make it stand out i guess in producing but it, it me for me like it's just it's pure fun for me just doing all this stuff i mean i, I have a good time doing it it's just just how it is yeah man I'm, i remember when i'm interviewed ray back in um, the xvpw podcast i'm like yo like like i could tell that he does it for fun and he doesn't worry about the views and the subscribers on youtube because he just loves creating man and i feel bad in a way because you, the fact that I can tell how much effort you put, like, yo, why why does this man, like, not... And he just does it for the love of it. And you know what? That's what's up, man. I, I totally understand. But for Christ's sake, when one show, and he didn't care about subscribers and views, he got 4,000. 4,000. <laughs> so that goes to show you, man. Like, if you if you create it, they'll watch it. Just, well, it, I, yeah, I was pretty proud of that the graveyard or buried alive match, whatever you want. We call it graveyard match because of what happened. That's father that I was telling you about a little while ago. Yeah. But uh, for me, you know, I, I wanted people to be able to see that because I, I, I was pretty proud of how all that turned out. But, but at the same time, if it was, if it would have just been my 15 people, I started out with playing a video game at my home when we were, you know, 11, 12 years ago, 13 years ago now, uh, I would have been fine with that too because you know they enjoy it. They get a good laugh out of it, and uh, we pick at each other about it. So uh, that's that's what it's about to me. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. All right, so let's um talk about our channels, man. MJ, what do you own? Um, what's to look forward to you into um, EFBC? Any future content and all that, or what happened in your um. I know, I know you did a, a foul mouth. Um, you did a episode last week, man. How was that? How did that go? Yeah, so we we've had our shows uh, pick back up. I merged. I merged my rosters. I had two separate rosters initially, and I couldn't deal with the inconsistencies and in, uh, from the start. So I just merged my rosters, and we're doing two shows with one roster. So. Now everybody's just going to be getting their shine when they get their shine. You got to work to get on TV. If you don't work, you don't get on TV. And so, man, that's how we just going to do it. Uh, we've also did the uh, – I'm drawing a blank right now. But the Gun and Mills podcast, which I will be putting out on tomorrow uh, for everyone. That's our new breed podcast where uh two of my superstars got together and just put a, po a podcast out and then also my own personal podcast for new breed which is the scum dog hunted airs which we had an episode on today go check it out i won't say much about it i just say go check it out because it's uh it's got some some gritty content in there for you guys <laughs> Uh, that's what's up, man. <laughs> Katrina, what's up? What's the look? How you doing? How's your day? Um, <laughs> my day is fine. I'm okay. Uh, 
And as for new content, I did just uh, release an interview Saturday, yesterday, that was yesterday, uh, with wrestler Rob Horn, which was like a super cool conversation. He actually had me like really laughing and I don't, it's hard to make me laugh. So if I'm laughing, it's a good thing. So <laughs> he was really funny, really cool, super like humble. And I appreciated that. So check that out. And I also did my review on the Suicide Squad, uh, which I actually enjoyed. So that's new stuff. And uh, I might do probably Shazam since I just watched it and I actually enjoyed it. So that's what's coming up on my channel. What's there? Why didn't everyone tell me that Shazam was a good movie? I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit upset by that, you'll, man. You'll be fine, though. <laughs> Drew! Drew, man! How's everything? How's everything? What's, there, what's up with your channel, bro? Man, I'm feeling fantastic. Um, of course, I did mention on social media that we're not going to be necessarily dropping on Tuesdays anymore. I try my damnedest to make sure we drop on Tuesday, but no more release day. We're doing release week and we are in release week for three dubs. So this week we will be having another takedown episode. I'm actually working on it right now. So uh, be on the lookout for that, man. It's going to be fantastic as yeah, take always. Take that pressure off yourself, man. That's hey, right. I just chill a little bit, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Just That's a smart man. move. Don't have a don't have a release date. <laughs> yeah, never have a release date till you know it's finally. Yeah, unless you're as crazy as me. <laughs> I got tired of saying, you know what? We're gonna push it back a couple days, so I'm just gonna just release week. We are in release week. Three Dub will have takedown out this week, and I'll let you know plenty of time ahead of time. That's what's up, man. Guys, check out Incat We Trust. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the EFBC and also subscribe to Worldwide Wrestling. Now, Ray, since he's our special guest, Ray, what's up with your channel? Any any new content about to come out? A show about to come out you want to announce? Plug it in right now, man. Oh, the show, the show our money show won't be out. It'll probably be October before yeah. I get everything finished. Uh, uh, I mean, I've, I've gotten a lot of stuff done over the summer on it but uh i still I still got a couple matches to do here and there actually i got three three matches left to do uh oh me too me too <laughs> yeah three matches left to do and it'll, it'll take me a little while but once i get those three matches done and then commentary we're good to go but i, I i'm guessing probably october probably before i can get all that finished nice so. nice all right man looking forward to october that's halloween um on Extreme Virtual Pro Wrestling, I'm actually working on night three of the Intercontinental Grand Prix Cup Tournament where each wrestler represents their country and where they're from, man. And that's actually going to come out New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and January 2nd. I'm already working on night three, everyone. So night one and night two is officially finished. So right now I have three more matches to do. Can't wait. And... I guess I'll announce it here. Katrina is back in Extreme Virtual Pro Wrestling. She'll be joining me on commentary on night three of the Intercontinental Grand Prix Cup Tournament, which is called Intercontinental Incident in New York City at the Hammerstein Ballroom, the Concrete Jungle. XVPW is back. Then, That's yeah. good. She can get Zulight a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> so, today's topic, everyone, is networking. And I have actually a person who's here who's 
very well known for networking, man, and she knows how to fucking network. So, Kachina, tell us about networking. Oh, that threw me off. <laughs> um, well, I guess it depends, but I would say networking is a form of like building relationships with other people that, in a way, will help each you help each other. Not so much where you're like getting all the benefits. I believe it should always be a mutual type of relationship between whoever you're going to network with. If it's like something like just sharing a post or, oh, can you like read this for me and uh, check this out for me and make sure it's like written correctly. Or uh, like you mentioned in regards to doing the cord on a green screen and why that seems like a really little thing. That's all part of helping with like a relationship and building that with other people. So being that I have to do both for wrestling stuff and then I have to do it for my writing stuff. It's always good to just have a bunch of people like, I got this thing coming out, you know, what can I do in exchange for you to help me with this or et cetera, et cetera. And most times if you build a solid enough relationship with a person, they'll do it without you actually having to ask anything after a while. It's just like, I got you. Let's help each other out kind of thing. So that's always my biggest thing is if you're going to network somebody, make sure it's always a mutual understanding that you're both being good to each other don't like take advantage of somebody helping you out because you get those sometimes people you know you help them out and then they kind of take advantage and don't really help give that like vice versa or return the favor or put that back in the universe so those are like my initial thoughts of networking correct correct everyone that is what networking is literally all about now katrina do you have any personal stories or stuff that you want to share about like networking that happened to you where it benefited you your channel or whatever you did oh yeah um the rest the whole wrestling thing happened literally just by me networking um you know everybody had to do with quarantine last year COVID kind of messed up my creativity levels as far as my writing stuff so i used wrestling um and literally because I happened to be one of the few women at this event I went to. And it's like, oh, you like wrestling and you podcast during the show. And I'm like, wait, camera and <laughs> cameras. I don't want to be on camera. That's weird. We can do behind the scenes stuff all day. I don't want to be in front of a camera because now I have to like worry about me like not saying certain things, whatever. But that one decision of being one of the few women at that place wound up putting me as a co-host for one show, which is called Unpopular Review. And then I wind up uh, doing other shows where now I'm like hosting by myself type stuff and me being able to interview wrestlers and now being able to do backstage interviews at wrestling shows literally happened from that one situation of me deciding to help somebody out at situations like, oh, you're a girl and guys like girls who like wrestling, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I guess whatever. Uh, so I, I, I am so sorry. Somebody's passing by with a weird song. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that was probably my, that one incident literally has helped so much with regards to um, doing all the wrestling stuff I do now. And even I told you before, Richard, doing the commentary for XUPW, a lot of people thought that was like a legit, uh, like wrestling promotion. So when people asked me and I was like, what are you It is a legit about? wrestling promotion, by the way. <laughs> Extreme virtual pro wrestling you know is a I legit. Mean? Like legit. They just say, oh, where's this company? And I'm like, well, it's, uh... like hey, wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, and just people were asking me, like, where's this company located? And I'm like, online. Like, it was hard to explain to people who didn't know what it was. So that helped in regards to people. It's like, oh, well, you do pretty well considering. And I'm like, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I'm used to the camera, like being in hosting stuff now, but it 
I literally, that one relationship spawned other relationships. So now if I need to do something or if I do a favor, I'll do it really quickly. Like, sure, I got you. But you help me out at some point. So, sorry, guys. New York City sometimes, you know. (laughs) But yeah, Katrina put it well put, man. If you're networking with especially like very well known or, you know, um, it will benefit you along that. Now, why is this important? And CAW, why is this important in EFED, right? That's 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 why we're here. And I'm pretty sure everybody has been in situations where they say, hey, come join my promotion. I'll help you out or whatnot. And we'll collaborate, quote unquote, collaborate together to help put you on uh, exposure. So it's always, the thing is, when EFED comes... It's co- always the same it, storyline. Yeah, it's always exposure, exposure, exposure. And... You know what? Sometimes exposure doesn't really, it's not enough. It's not enough because why? Well, if a person is carbon copying whatever you're doing, you're not really getting the same thing out of it, right? You know, Um, Ray, do you have any experiences of networking or you have any networking tips that help benefit GSF? Uh, Well, I'm I'm part of the what's called top rank, you know, top rank. Uh, Elaborate uh, for us. Uh, uh, so we, we help each other out, me and, and Nathaniel Carter and, and your boy Colin, which you love. Uh, and we help each other out. I give them tips. I help. I'm also part of uh, the power org. I help them out whenever they need help with stuff. And we, we do little tidbits here and there. But uh, I I do a lot of stuff by myself. I mean, you know, like I have people, you know, that share my stuff whenever I do it, and, and you know. But other than that, I don't have a whole lot of networking experience. I guess. Correct. Correct. See, that's another thing is benefiting of. Hey, I love Ray Geddes' skills, and he's very well known. Put him in my show. Say, hey, he gets credit, blah, blah, blah. And there you go. You're building off that. Another way of exposure. MJ. Know. Actually, no, MJ, I'll end it with you. Because, <laughs> yeah, because I know, I know, I know, I have, I have a feeling because we're connected. I know what you're going to say. So, uh, Drew, any experience of networking in CA and EFED that you, that happened to you? Um, You know, like I said, I've spent a lot of time trying to perfect the production of my product and probably too much time because uh, I could have I could have used a lot more time wisely when it comes to networking over the past few years. And that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Over the past year or so, I've been trying to uh, network a lot more, but I've been learning a lot more from you guys actually about this process. And but there are some things that I've I've been involved with. I've gotten um involved with some companies here and there and it was and it was more or less just you know promote each other's a lot like we do here but a little on a, a smaller scale uh, just promoting each other's product and helping each other get each other's name out there and I and I quickly realized that it is a lot more than that and there's you know there's a lot of little tidbits of things that uh, guys can do back and forth with each other that that will you know propel your product and their product uh, a lot more so I'm also still learning just like Ray, but I want to say 
uh, real quick since we're on me um, about about this networking with EFBC and um, maybe the notion of clicks or circles or whatever you may want to call it. In my learnings, it comes to me that clicks and circles are created by people who think somebody is out to get them. Nobody is out to get you in EFED, okay? So, and that's not what this is all about. I think you guys can agree with that. Um, Almost it's, it's not about that. We are trying to legitimize what we do, and we want to see people who are legit as well. And that's what this is all about. I wanted to touch base on that. This isn't a circle, you know. Uh, we're reaching out to anybody who wants to be, you know, have their hand out. So you show us, we'll show you. That's what, it all, that's what it's all about. You and said something when you first started, Drew, that you said you, you spent too much time trying to work on your production. No, you can never spend too much time right. working on your production. You want to do it how you want to do it. You know, don't let nobody else tell you how to do your stuff. Okay. They can give you ideas, but don't tell them, hey, this is how you should do this, do that. No, you do it how you want to because you, and, and, in the end, it's your vision that you're putting out there. You don't want to put somebody else's vision out there, but you want to get that right before you go into networking too. I've, I've, I have come to terms with that. You know, you, you want to get your product the way you want it before you worry about the networking side of it. If if that makes Absolutely. sense. Okay. No, I, I I totally agree with you. I'm I'm a hundred percent happy with the path that Three Dub has taken. Uh, spending so much time on production and then just recently uh, reaching out to the networking, uh, severe networking, I guess you can say. Um, I, I, I like the path that has gone. And I, and I suggest anybody else, like you said, you really want to work on your craft, on your visual craft, but um, networking will come when it when it needs to come. And it, it came at a good time for 3Dub, so. Yeah. All right. Now, MJ, tell us. The importance of networking and your experiences with networking. Man, I come from a background of sales. So uh, I used to sell cars. So for me, everything is about selling myself. I have to sell myself to everybody, whether it be, I mean, I know I'm, I sometimes can come off as brash, as a brash individual. So I try to make it so. Can y'all hear me? I don't know. Okay, cool. All right. So uh, I try to make it so that when I when I come to talk to somebody, they can see that I'm as real as they can possibly be dealing with at this moment. They're not gonna get uh, a cupcake kind of uh, individual. So I just want them to know that whoever th whoever they think they're dealing with, they're gonna be able to trust me in this whatever journey we're going to be uh embarking on and so when i first come into things so i'm all in like if i tell you i'm gonna work with you i'm gonna be all in we're gonna work and we i'm gonna try to my best to communicate every aspect with you so i say all that to say that the the relationship part of networking is very important uh i want to know that if i'm going to work with you that you're going to be working with me 
and you're going to take it as serious as me because we all work into a certain goal. And as long as we work into that goal, I mean, our goals is our whys, right? <laughs> like everybody say, what's your why? Like my goal is my why. So I'm, I'm trying to push forward a goal. So if, if my goal was, hey, I want to reach a certain amount of viewers, what's my objective to get those viewers? What's my objective to get those uh, subs? Like it's a plan in place. So I go out and I talk to people based on those plans. And a lot of the times if I wanted to merge into friendships because, you know, I, I struggle as an adult making friends these days. So it's another way to make friends and to build business. And for me, it's all about build, building business because of that sales background. Everything, hey, ABC, always be closing, always be making cash. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. So to piggyback off that, I guess, you know, um, when MJ pitched me the idea of EFBC, I, already tell, I can already tell you right now, he, he messaged me and I said, yes. Boom, that's networking 101. He pitched me an idea, and I was like, hey, I like his idea. Because one, I know he hit me up because, you know, he likes extreme virtual pro wrestling. But only, not only that, but it's because he wanted, he had, he had a perfect idea. And I'm like, all right, it's, it's not a typical, hey, let me be on your show, I'll be on your show. We'll do an invasion storyline. No, it wasn't even nothing like that. He said, hey, I had this idea. And I remember getting, I remember he pitched me the idea of like, um, it's like uh, ESPN. I want to do something with ESPN and EFED. I'm like, oh shit, that's never been done before and all that stuff. One, he came up to me and he kept it real. Two, I liked his idea. Three, I remember a lot of people say, hey, Drew came, um, Drew, Drew made a post and saying, hey, like, I, I have, like, we need to, we need to find a way to change like the community or like to help benefit the community and you know and i'm just like all right i see what's happening here how can you put it all together yo i like mj's idea let's roll with it so we had um i we got in the um the group chat with me him drew and all that stuff shout out to sbj because um he brought us together and next thing you know this is what it is efbc channel it's all because of one, how MJ hit me up and we networked. We got Drew involved. Boom. And this is how it came to about. That's the importance of networking. Because at the end of it all, it benefits us. But not only that, but also benefits the community of the, this whole highlight reel service. You know? Um, Max. What's up? Hold on, wait. Uh, it's a Max Wrestling. It's a, uh, this seems like an NWA old school territory thing. It's Correct. not. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, I I see where he's coming from. Where Max said that. Um, where Max did that, because. Um. All right. So territories, think of ter. Uh, replace the world territories with our federations, right? Okay. You know, and their tie. The title is basically our channel. All right, so Drew Helms 3-Dub. I own Extreme Virtual Pro Wrestling, right? Ray Geddes owns GSF. You own New Breed. Together, we collaborate, and we put on 
NWA. That's how. Uh, that's how. Okay. That that that's where it's coming from. I got from. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like, got you. It's like similar to how Vince technically brought all the brought all the promotions one because they were lacking and two they weren't benefiting everybody. So he all together all the whole WWF forms and next thing you know I got your territory. I got your territory. Your territory. I'll take care of your wrestlers. Blah 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 blah. And right. there you go. The WWE or this 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 this. But to be honest, now to piggyback off um, MJ, it's not a thing too because not one is we're not buying your promotions. <laughs> uh, we're not making a super promotion. I remember I said that off the bat, guys. We are not doing a super promotion. We are not doing a super efed. This is not what is not what it is. It's a highlight real service. That's that's the that's there. That's where MJ and I can agree on is. Yeah. It's not as this is to, be, to benefit the community. So, yeah. Yeah. So imagine what you guys like. Imagine what you guys are seeing right. Well, we're seeing with the WWE Network <laughs> when they are having oh superstar three uh, table for three. Yeah. Um, all the pat uh, up up down downs. All of those shows <laughs> podcasts. It's something like that here. All right. So and, similar to WWE Network, it's what we do. The panels and all that stuff. But and also WWE Network, they showed other shows outside of WWE, like the '80s territory, the NWO, right. the old the Smoky Mountains, the ECWs, the WCWs. Think of that. that that's what we're providing because we're showing GSF um, matches, we're showing three dub matches. Whoever hands in their stuff correctly in the email, you'll get your stuff pub um, um, shared in our channel to help promote and grow your channel. That's the yeah, benefits of the whole EFBC, which is why networking, ladies and gentlemen, this is networking yeah. 101. <laughs> I think yeah. it's cool because everybody right here has the same common goal as all of the viewers do, at least most of them, the ones that want to legitimize their feds. We all have the same common goal. So we're just helping you guys mm -hmm. with the stuff that we've learned along the way, really. And that's the reason why I and I believe that's why Ray got to send us his stuff. You know what, Ray? I'm going to ask you. When I ask you or pitch you the EFBC um, channel, what was what was going on through your mind, and and why did you agree to send me your clips through um, through well, here? Well, well, you know, for a little bit for exposure, but at the same time, I wanted people to be able to see that, and then they can come to me and ask me, "Hey, how'd you do this?" And then I can help if somebody else wants to do something like that too. Same same thing. You know, I, I'm. Helping's in my nature. Okay, I like to help if I can, and, and and you know, if somebody wants to do something like that, then they can come to me. I, I've done it, done that particular thing. You know, I if you want to do something similar to that, I have a little bit of knowledge on it now. I, I'm I'm able to help you. So it, it, I just saw it as a way to help. Saw the way to help, but also get a little bit of exposure to my own channel when I when I upload or sent you the the very live match and, uh, but, but you'd all, you'd come on and on it, on it. And you said, more people should see that. So I said, all right, well, I'll put it on there and they can, you know, more people can see it. So. See, inspiration. Exactly. So um, I'm going to tell you um, a little, okay. So my experience of networking and how it benefits extreme virtual pro wrestling and also benefits on EFBC. And I have many, I'm a very outgoing person and 
I always thought of wrestling as one big networking circle because one where everybody technically knows each other in, in pro wrestling, especially in EFED. I mean, I I remember when certain people shut down their promotions and all that stuff, and I would see them in other group chats or in other in other groups. And all that stuff. I'm like, wow, everybody knows each other. Everybody knows each other. I'm pretty sure, Ray, you and I know the same exact circle because we've been there from the Call All-Stars to the COHs to the Eldorados, and now here we see 3-Dub, New Breed. Everybody knows Jody Kid because I'm pretty sure he's in everybody's promotion, right? Everybody has their own Jody Kid or his 10 different, <laughs> uh, 10 different accounts and all that stuff. But he's very well-known, and that's like one big person who's a networker. You know, when you're in, when you're going to different like promotions, you're technically networking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. In extreme virtual pro wrestling, outside of call, I would, um, I wanted, um, I, I'll tell the short, very short story. There was not supposed to be a season two of extreme virtual pro wrestling. It's supposed to be a one and done. But everybody, all my friends said, "Yo, we should do another season two. I'm like, "All right, fine, we'll do a season two. So, but I did it in my own terms, where you know, outside of, of call i want to get to know the industry more so i have a dslr i have all these cameras which i did which i bought for xvpw but i remember when i bought this camera I was like, i'm gonna use it for other stuff too so next thing you know i hit up uh, my local indie scene which is capital wrestling i went to the first event and i took pictures and next thing you know i shared the pictures everywhere and the owner of capital wrestling hit me up and say hey i love these pictures you should come work for me boom I said, yes, I got my foot in the door and I took pictures for Capital Wrestling, but also while in Capital Wrestling, I was hitting other people. I was, I was like learning the ins and outs of indie wrestling or the ins and outs of professional wrestling or independent wrestling. I was learning how to book, how to do TV and all that stuff. I was, I was like digging to the brain of Matthew Ryan, the order of Capital Wrestling. I was like, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you book a show? How do you do this? How do you know? You know, so, so I can put it into my show. Whatever I learned from one place, I'll, I'll integrate into another place. So the fact that I was able to learn in capital wrestling, but also, so of course I did other stuff too, right? I was talking to the wrestlers. I was talking to this. I was talking to, I was giving my, my XVPW channel. Yo, I got to get those subs, man, while doing that too. So, and that's how I got those shout outs, right? Those XVPW shout outs, the, the, the Tommy Dreamers, the Sunny Kiss, the Aldos. Why? Because I went to their show. I got my foot in the door. Also, because I don't have to pay their fee, their general admission fee. You know, I was a photographer and all that stuff. So that was a way of networking, right? Um, like another example, um, how Katrina, I got, I got you into call. I got you into AFBC. Why? Because, yo, we need a woman who's very knowledgeable in what she does and in all that stuff. I got my girl. I got her, you know, now she's in, and the fact that she was an XVPW and all that stuff, boom, look at that. The, the powers of networking, right? <laughs> it helps everybody along the way. Now, the wrong way, so since we have, we're talking about the positivities of networking, the wrong way of networking the is wrong ways. The, the wrong ways, the, hey, come join my show and call, and yeah, then I'll ghost you after our first episode <laughs> you know i'm pretty sure we experienced all of that uh ray have you ever had have you ever had bad experiences of network of networking with the wrong people <laughs> well yes and no i mean everything 
but I, so I look at everything as a learning experience anyway. And, uh, so, or, but I have had some, I had some bad experience. I don't, I don't care to like go and join everything and say everything out loud, but yeah, uh, I've had some bad experiences with networking, but there's also been more uh, the good has outweighed the bad. So it, it, it's, it's a, it's a plus you want to, you want to network, you want to try to get your name out there and you want to try to try to, uh, help as much as possible. Correct. Correct. Katrina, you've had bad experiences of networking with the wrong people. Yeah, of course. But <laughs> it's more so because, I mean, I try to help people sometimes uh, a lot more than I probably should. And so usually I get the people who take advantage of that. So I've had those experiences where I like went out of my way, which again, I don't have, I have no problem helping anybody if I can help them because I've had people help me along the way, teach me something I didn't know or like lend a hand when I needed it. So I have no problem helping, but you do get people who take advantage of that because I'm usually saying, yeah, I got you. I'll help you. And then you got people who take advantage of that. So now I try to be a little bit more stern about that. Like, no, I can't. Or, um, I rather I would say it's okay to say no sometimes. Like it's not a you're not a terrible person for telling a person no if that person takes advantage. And you'll know <laughs> there'll be things that you've noticed that eh, this person probably don't have like your best interests while you're doing this for them. So I I don't want to like personally call out certain experiences, not to make anybody feel away or anything. But I've had those situations where I'm like, yeah, I kind of gotta take a step back or remove myself from the situation. All right, Drew, Drew, Drew. You have any bad experiences of networking with the wrong people? I'm laughing because I know Drew probably had a couple experiences. I'm thinking of one right off the bat. <laughs> so kick it off, Drew. Oh man, you know, yeah. I'm, I mean, over when you when you've been doing it for for five plus years, almost seven years, you're you're bound to have some bad experiences um with other feds and it, it i mean it just i don't know i don't really want to go into too much detail but yeah of course man and and the best advice that i can give you and katrina said it you're gonna know you're gonna know um and if you really pay attention you'll know quickly so um if you're gonna be trying to work with somebody just make sure max you told me this a long time ago make sure you you know who you're talking with and you know what they're about and again, you'll find out quickly. So, um, you know, my best advice is just keep doing you power through with your vision. Don't change your vision. Uh, Ray said it earlier. Don't let nobody influence you to change your vision. Um, yeah, you could definitely go through, through some bullshit, but uh, it, it's part of the game, man. It's, it's part of it. So uh, just learning how to overcome dumb situations like that uh, will help you grow. That's for sure. And MJ, man, your experiences of bad networking with the wrong people. I won't say his experiences, uh, because I'm, I'm like I said, I'm pretty like much a kind of tough, hard nosed, straightforward type person. So I'll nip once I see a red flag. I'm like, yo, I don't want to do this no more. So uh, one of the things that I'll say is. It's a lot of things that I noticed and I see that people should not do. And that's you going in, like like you said, going in there, you're trying to 
say, hey, we're going to do this, but then you show up and then the next week you're gone. Or uh, when you come in the door, you're sitting there, you're talking about trying to formulate an, uh, a invasion angle, but the whole time you're just sitting there trying to poach and talk to their talent and just to get them to come over to your brand. That's not a, a ideal you know, process either. Uh, I've seen where, you know, some guys are come in trying to learn the system and try and use it as a carbon copy for their system. I mean, that's fine and all, but what happens when you don't really know the complete ins and outs of how that stuff is done or when you find out that it's, whoa, it's a way lot more work than you're really able or capable of doing because a lot of this stuff is a whole lot of work. I mean, I came into this watching, uh, uh, I forget the, uh, Brendan plays and guys like that over on YouTube and seeing some of the stuff that they did with some of the storylines, I was kind of amazed, but then I get over here and I'm doing it myself and I'm like, damn, I don't want to keep running the same storyline in my head. So I know it takes a whole lot more creativity. I can't just half-ass it. So I got to spend a whole lot more time writing, going back and looking at what I've done in the past to research and make sure I'm not doing the same thing over and over again. So it's guys that's not just, they're seeing it and they're trying to mimic it, but not realizing that the work is a whole lot more tedious than it looks. Yeah, and I and I want to touch on that also with networking with talent. Um, you know, I have to give it to the talent over the past couple of years because the the talent have grown a lot over the past couple of seasons, at least in three dub, and, and they've started to understand the ins and outs a little bit and the process of what it takes to get shows done what it means when this guy's doing something, you know, there's always a storyline connected and there's intertwining all this and that. I personally have to give it up to the talent because three dub has gone through some things with, with networking with talent. And uh, it's definitely helped shaped us who we are today, but and we've learned a lot and so have the talent. So hats off to the talent. Uh, there's still a lot to learn on both ends. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. Nice. So, um, I remember I didn't start networking or hitting other people up till probably last year, la- the last, yeah, basically like last year and whatnot. Uh, technically, the only partnership I ever did, to be honest, outside of, you know, me working with River Region and Lit, which like was basically like what, six, three or four months ago, I had never put in all my effort till I started the to join the EFBC. Um, XVPW success was the first, I guess the first six years or five years, I was literally just working by myself. Yes, I was um, some, I was in those Facebook groups and whatnot, um, like the car, the car shoot, the, all the random group chats that people just message me in without no i'm pretty sure everybody experienced that right i'm in so many e-fed group chats that people put me in i do not know why i'm that special but whatever but i never started networking till i i joined efbc there's specific reasons why because i saw the toxic the toxicity 
of this community. And it's not good. It's not good. For people who want to know what I'm talking about, man, check out the latest Jam Club. Well, not the latest Jam Club, but the Jam Club episode with Travis Sparks, the owner of COH. Because I, I, I never got a chance to hit up Travis, but his mentality and my mentality were so alike. But he got the bad end of the stick because he networked with the wrong people that end up, he just end up saying, hey, F this, I'm done, you know? And I seen it, man. And you don't want to network with the bad people because they will influence you on how to, one, change your booking, which you don't want to do, you know? Um, mm-hmm. They're going to tell you how to run your show. They're going to tell you who to sign, who not to sign. They're going to tell you, oh, I don't like this person because this person's opinion. Well, you know what? You should make him lose in the next episode. And yeah. that's what I'm happens, gonna, man. And I'm not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Don't listen, don't listen to anybody else. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. man. Because one person's opinion is not going to change the fact that how you know a person. A person can tell me, hey, don't, don't F with Ray Geddes. Uh, he, he, he's bad. He's a bad person. Well, I don't know that. Uh, I know Ray. He's been, him and I have been cool for so long. Or, oh, I don't want to sign to XVPW and whatnot because uh, I don't like the way he's, he's chilling with Drew on this EFBC channel. And I'm like, well, Drew benefits off me the way same way I benefit off Drew. We know each other. <laughs> we share the same exact lo- talent. Oh, I don't like the way I don't I don't like the way MJ likes AEW. He he's a big AEW fan. Well, I don't care if he likes AEW. Him and I, here's, you know, it's it's exactly like that, man. Because if you network opinions and all that stuff, well, getting another person like know know your people, know how you. Like help benefit off each other, because outside of the time, I don't care. I like I like Avatar: The Last Airbender, Last Airbender, the M Night Shyamalan version. I get a lot of hate for it. I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> here I am. <laughs> you know that's 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 what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen all the time. It happens every single time, man. And you gotta learn how to network with the right people. I think another thing is uh, guys got to learn how to separate the idea of getting goals accomplished and uh, their feelings for people. We're going to get our goals accomplished right off the bat. Let's get these goals accomplished. And then later on, we could talk about uh, what that M. Night Shyamalan and uh, <laughs> WWD and AEW. We could talk about that later, but let's get this business done. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's how it that's how it is yeah man. something that, that max was saying there someone tells you hey don't work with him because such and such and such and such don't go by somebody else's opinion on on somebody else okay if they've got a bad opinion of them they come to you oh such and such did this don't work with him don't listen to them go and talk to the person and find out for yourself Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because you, somebody's opinion of them might be totally different than than what you see when you go talk to them. That's the that's the one thing that a lot of people need to understand is that communication and efed is so crucial mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. every situation. Whether you're you're talking owner to talent, talent to talent, owner to owner, all of it is so crucial. Talk to somebody figure that figure them out for themselves don't don't go by the hearsay yeah man you know and i would always say well i always said when a person tells me i say well oh thank you for letting me know 
That's all I say after that. Like, thank you for letting me know. But I'm still going to talk to the person or, you know, if that person yeah. didn't do me wrong and all that stuff and I see him benefiting off my channel and I'm benefiting off his, whatever he's uh, he got to do, boom. You know, yeah. well, he had a bad experience with you, but he didn't have a bad experience with me. I signed people, <laughs> you know, that stuff. Like, example, Zulite, right? Of course, he had a bad taste in NEW and New Era Wrestling. Why? Because, you know, his booking and whatever. But he never had a bad experience with me. He's always been loyal to me, you know, and all that stuff. So whatever, you know, it's not okay. I'll take I'll take the fault for whatever I did with Zulite and all that stuff for airing all that stuff out. But hey, like it's still we're still cool. I'm still cool with Corey. I'm still cool with Rob. I'm still cool with all those guys from World, um, what you call World's Most Wanted. All right, there you go. I mean, what happens? Zulite's a good man. guy. He did some he did some promo work for me a while back. Mm -hmm. He's a good guy, and was more than willing to help me out. I was yeah, in a, man. I was in a jam. I, I said, "Hey, man, I like your voice. You, you fit the the character's voice. That he's not going to be able to do this for just a little while, but I still need a pro promo from him." He he sent me the promo what he wants to what he wants to say. So I sent it to him. He did the promo, and we were still on track with that character because of him. So I, I really appreciated his his help with that. The thing with um, so for all the people who is in YouTube and all that stuff, the reason why networking is, is very important is because YouTubing in general, if you really want to grow, you got to collab, right? If you look at all the famous, um, like very popular channels outside of what we do, yeah. you see, <laughs> you see a lot of collabs, especially in the gaming community, you know, because one, one streamer is going to appear on another guy's stream. The other guy's stream is going to appear on this person's stream. And together, they get the same fans, and they're going to be like, hey, I like this guy's channel. Well, I'm going to go check out that guy's channel now. You know, mm -hmm. the same thing what we're doing now. And it's is magic. If, I, if I tell you, hey, subscribe to GSF, boom. So maybe a person who's in GSF's channel is watching this right now. Oh, I like this. Boom. All right. That's, what's, that's, that's the importance of collabing, especially in YouTubing. Well, the only thing you've got here, it ain't like... Well, you can run a commercial, but it ain't like you can go on TV. You've got word of mouth. Mm -hmm. That's what you've got. That's your primary networking for for this, for what we're doing here. I mean, it's not like I can go run a commercial for GSF <laughs> on TV or something. I mean, you know, I guess I could, <laughs> but uh, it would cost me lots of money, I imagine, for doing that. But, uh, but Correct, correct, correct. I mean, airing uh, a thirty-minute commercial, but that's, that's forty-five dollars. That's forty-five dollars. But if you're gonna repeat it, then we gotta. That's another forty-five. You might as well give me the. You want you want a one minute of our TV time? All right. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how it is, man. I seen there's like tears and all that stuff, especially in the wrestling. Well, well, we're gonna air you out. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want just voice or do you want audio? Well, oh, oh, it's both visual and audio. Okay, that's an extra like fifty bucks right there, man. <laughs> yeah, it, I seen it, man. This is like YouTubing is very like you know a lot of people don't know that, but YouTubing, especially in what we do, we want to grow. I remember, guys, you remember the the first week of getting our first hundred, <laughs> the first yep. hundred subscribers. We were sharing the shit out of this because why yeah. we had the we had we had our own goal. We had a goal. <laughs> we like 100. we had the goal to 100, man. And now we just, we promise everybody. Now it's 200. Get to it. Yeah, Get we, to the 200. We promise oh, everybody, hey, we're like, if we're going to do this, we got to be consistent on just doing this, the panel. The panel is what's going to help everybody along the year. Mm -hmm. You know? 
It's going to help everybody. Uh, damn, we got 116 views from the uh, from the episode three one. So, <laughs> like, that's, that shit goes a long way. Yeah, man. And I... I, I love this shit now. Like, yeah, I yeah. wasn't I wasn't all in when I first got in. I was like, hey, I want to get in. I, YouTube, hmm, <laughs> how can I make some extra cash? How can I make an extra hustle? Like, everything's a hustle to me. <laughs> like, I gotta. That's how I think. Everything has got to be a hustle for me. What What can I get? How can I make some extra change? Even if it's like a nickel or a dime here, how can we you know generate some extra revenue? And that's my only goals in life. It's just like I want to get, find a way to make money off shit. <laughs> As Katrina would say, you got to get those coins. <laughs> right. Right, Katrina. I think your mic is muted. There you yes, go. I do say that often. Yeah, get your coins. <laughs> Out that. All right, guys. We have um, we have like a last like what twenty minutes or something so left. So if you have any questions right now for Ray Geddes or what we're talking about. Put them in the comment section down below so we can just respond of that. I got a question for Ray, man. Go ahead. Ray, so with with highlight reel and everything that you do, all right, do you, um what is basically your end goal for GSF? Like do you have like a specific goal or in mind that you wanna achieve? Cause I felt like I, you've done it all, but yeah. I honestly don't have a don't have an end goal. I mean, I'll keep doing this as long as, like I said, like I said before, I do this for the friends that I started out doing this with back at, at my home, just playing video games and us doing some storylines on with story designer back in 2000. I don't know. Well, as even before they had story designer, we was doing them, but 2007, 2008 when that started. And then we did it for a few years. And then I went to community creations when they had story designer for it. But as long as those guys are interested and I'm partaking in it and I'm enjoying creating stuff that's not in the game. Okay. That's, I like doing stuff that's not in the game, just like the buried alive match. Just like I showed you that little clip the other day, Max, mm -hmm. of the guy that'll be on the episode eight, you know, stuff yeah. like that. I, I enjoy doing stuff that's not in the game and trying to make it look as authentic as possible. And as long as people are enjoying that, I'll keep doing it. As long as I'm enjoying it and they keep doing it. So I don't really have an end goal for that. Do you, do you, have, the, do you have a fear of what's going to happen in 2K22 like I do? <laughs> I imagine it's going to be probably another 2K20. That's what my fear is. Especially, and, especially with like these new games announced, like the AEW game, the the um wrestle code and all that stuff i'm just like fearing of like man i'm okay he's got to step it up they gotta step up yeah yeah they gotta step up <laughs> well i'm and, you know i know that they switched when they went to 2k20 the highlight reel times were, were way down they was like well you an extra got, 10 like, seconds minus seven, 10 eight, seconds nine, 10 seconds something like that yeah well <laughs> you know, if anything, they need to increase the highlight real time. Hell to, yeah. You know, if they had increased it to a minute or something. Oh, man, if they did a minute, I would probably, like, <laughs> I'll be so hyped. I'll probably cry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd do a lot more of it if they increased it. That's for sure. Yo, I, that to be honest, to be I'd really honest. period if they cr increased it. <laughs> yo, to be honest, like, I knew about the glitches. I knew about the glitches. 
I was like, all right, but I'm gonna still purchase this fucking game just because of highlight reel. I can, I can, I can deal with the glitches. I can mess around with it. I could probably um, edit it along the way. But the minute I did highlight reel, and I saw that time, I'm like, it's like fuck eight this. seconds. Look, I can't do nothing with eight seconds. I can't get jiggy with this shit. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I can't get jiggy with this. <laughs> I can't get jiggy with this, man. What the hell? Hey, every now and then you'll get a little golden nugget, and it'll be like. 13 seconds and you're like oh yes <laughs> i think i think i messaged ray ray seven seconds i can't do nothing with this a suplex doesn't even do eight seconds man well, I, no I, shit. I liked it not to get it when i saw that first glitch come out there uh, is referee and charlotte flair is a woman's match do y'all remember that yes that yeah uh-huh and i decided man i ain't getting that but i, I mean i found the glitch hilarious Okay, but I but I said, man, I ain't getting that crap. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a question. I know what he means by this. It says, "How do you feel about uh, trying to get several episodes in the can?" He means uh, by storing some and then putting them out. Oh, okay. I know what he's okay. Okay, that's actually a good one. Question. He actually clarified what he meant. All right, what did he say? If you primarily live stream, this question kind of moot. But does anybody pre-record episodes, sometimes several episodes ahead of time, or does? Yes. Okay, that's what I do. That's what I personally do, actually. Um, Drew, Drew sure. actually knows what um what I'm talking about. Um, so I did one night delight episodes, right? I would do like six, or like four. I those are already made. Then after I premiere an XVPW show. I would break the matches apart, right? So if I let's say if I premiered one one episode, which kickstarted in April first, right, and I have four matches, I would so after I premiered the episode, I have four weeks of content already, which is the four matches. So while those four matches are happening, I already have the one night delight matches already. So at least I have two months of content. Be, so while what what am I doing in those two months? I'm editing. I'm I'm editing, I'm editing the next show, and all that stuff, or the next like um, matches happening. I'm already doing it now, actually. When I when I mentioned the Intercontinental Grand Prix Cup, or how Ray said he has a um, a show in October and all that stuff. Well, I'm actually working on a match that's gonna have um, well three, three technic three shows happening. On, Gen- on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and January 2nd, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And those, the f- night one, night two are two matches, and night three are four matches. So I have two, um, two weeks, then another two weeks, then, well, there you go. I, I guess I answer your questions. But it's good to have content already made for your, for your show so you're prepared for the next show about to happen so there you go that's <laughs> it make it makes commentary easy yeah uh, one of the things for me i don't really go too far ahead unless it's a pay-per-view week for me uh because i'm doing so much i'm doing two shows a week personally so i'll record a show chop it up record the next one chop it up and then if it's like a weekend where I don't have a pay-per-view, I'll rest that weekend <laughs> and then do it all over again. And to be but honest, just, yeah, um, to be honest, MAX Wrestling, it's also 
good that you're doing that so you have consistent um consistent episodes are ready to be um produced and to be um special premiered katrina i know i know you do that because you do your interviews with wrestlers correct and you yeah. would you would promote our special premiere a scheduled premiere ahead of time so while you're doing that that's happening you're already you're already working on your next week or your next month episode correct yeah because sometimes i record like several interviews in one week and unless if they have like a show coming on then i have to make sure i have that interview before the show because i like to promote their stuff as like you know i'll promote whatever show if you want me to do that so mm-hmm. but a lot of times i will have like weeks and i'm like okay i'll have it out this week or, you know, if the person takes a bit time to give me like social media because I like to have that information before it goes live, then it might mess up my schedule a bit. But yeah, I usually have it like already just yeah. waiting to go live. Like, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait when I drop this freaking uh, fucking Intercontinental Grand Prix Cup on fucking January. Or, <laughs> you know, because it, it's going to be funny because I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a schedule premiere it and it's like, God damn. Now I gotta wait three months till this thing debuts. Oh well, well at least now I have the one night the light shows that will help promote the the Intercontinental Grand Prix Cup on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and January second. Right. Because that's the whole point that I'm doing this now. I want to get it out of the way so now I can work on the episodes promoting that that fucking he tournament. Did the end. And now he's working on the filler. Yes, exactly. You know, and I will fucking heavenly plug that in every time I do <laughs> when I'm when I'm doing this damn panel. You'll see. So I'm, I'm probably the only one that doesn't vault anything. And that is and that's because we we really tried to take pride in having a consistent show every week or every two weeks. Um, and and our 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 writing reflects that. So if something's happening in between shows, we change things as we go into the next. So we rarely have three dub rarely has things uh, in the vault, in the holster, so to say, unless it's a pay-per-view. I do work on pay-per-views ahead of time. If I were, if I were you, Drew, I would literally break up the matches and then do scum. After you do the show, break up the matches and put them on weekly or daily. Yeah. You have because well, you have like ten or ten or eight matches per per episode. Now you have eight oh, days that, of content separated for that week. That, for that week that you ain't got no content. Yeah, I would do that. And Absolutely. plus, it gets more people to if people if a person can't watch their full show. <laughs> there's there's one match that always gets a lot of views, and I'm like, ah, I wonder if this person goes back and watches his match because I'm pretty sure he does. You know. That's interesting too, yeah. Yeah, because that's why that's why I do those little intro videos in mm-hmm. between my shows to kind of get some more content in there for people. So yeah. basically, hey, don't forget about don't forget about GSAF when I'm doing it, you know, because because mm-hmm. I take so long in between shows. Yeah, that if I if I did yeah. if I did the whole, hey, let's do a few episodes in advance. It might be years before I get you something. <laughs> yeah, <You know? laughs> exactly, so, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. That's why that's why I break up the matches because me and Rare are in the same boat where it takes us months to do another show. So at least enough I break up the matches, especially if I do these live streams and all that stuff that that's not technically like call effect or call related. I would do like a live stream just to say, "Hey guys, here's a little update 
but breaking up the matches i feel will help so much especially for a person who wants to look back into their match and see what happened like i'm pretty sure no young bloods look, look at look at his matches because you know, holy crap that's this yeah i would love to yeah, i would love a view on that specific show but if you're gonna go back to the match cool i like that you know you mm-hmm. you get to see yourself shine and you don't have to look back in, into a show but that's like that's something that i always like to do you know just because you need content content is yeah. most importantly in youtube you know that's yeah. why we do this whole um match of the high, highlight of the day match of the day you know because that's what I'm that's what we're about some promos that i just catch from just visiting other places so if i just catch something that, hey i like that a little <laughs> i'll try to pump that out as well just to give some superstars their shine uh oh we got um mwn mikey truth is in the house that's what's up respect to ray Geddes. salute gang the uploaded editing overlaps by some prep time yeah that's true how's it going mikey uh if you guys don't you guys don't know mikey truth he's very well known in the car and the car scene i know that for sure but i know he's doing his independent wrestling thing now so mm-hmm. that's what's up man really a future star in the making a future star in the making uh noah young buzz in the house you can't eat an elephant whole you got to take it in small bites all right i've never tried to eat an elephant and i i don't know what elephant tastes like but uh <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> imagine it's tough. Tough to eat, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh you know what? We're almost club to the closing, so let's look at the comments, see what's what's um what's about. What's this all about? If you guys have any questions for Ray Geddes or any of us, put in the comment section down below. We'll most definitely respond to them. Oh, Zulet was in the house. That's what's up. Uh, Zulek calls you a good dude, Ray. You're a good dude, man. Official. I, I like him. I, I appreciate him helping me out a while back. <laughs> That's what's up, man. <laughs> All right. So I now, guess now, Ray. Uh, in terms of like when you're when you're writing, are you spending time or are you just sitting there just plotting out stuff for every single one of your uh? The superstars, yeah, and I, I plotted out from one FPV to another free per view. If anybody missed that, well, that's what I call it free per view, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I plotted out from one, one FPV to another okay. because if I plotted out any longer than that, it, like I said, it, it's going to be years before I get to it. Uh, and typically, like I said, I run about every six months, so I'll have three episodes. And then my FPV, I did four one time, but it was like it just drug on so long. So I I just do three three show episodes, and then I have my FPV. So that takes two years. That's four shows. That's Damn. two years. Yeah. So what's crazy yeah. is I already have booking for like the next um, Extreme Nonstop Wrestling Show is episode four. Then I already have a booking for. The return of Best FN Show, which is the, the third season. So it's like I have all of this written down, ready. I got everybody's promos, and I still haven't worked on the matches yet because I'm still doing this tournament. So I have, like, basically 
a year of booking <laughs> that I want mm. to create already. Like, don't you? I don't you guys hate that already? Like when you have something ready set in stone and you just want to work on it, but you're still stuck. Like I wish I had like ten. Like you know that Naruto Jitsu where he clones himself into twenty different like freaking Naruto's. I would love to have that jitsu just so I can work on this. That means I would need, I need like probably five PlayStations or some shit like that. <laughs> we like that movie Multiplicity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's the catch-22 of long-term storytelling because we're already talking about the big event seven. And yeah. you're like, ah, I just want to get there. Just want to get do there that. already. Forget right? everything else. We're just going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, but you know what? We can start closing it out, ladies and gentlemen. So, Katrina, want to plug in your stuff? You have any closing messages? Uh, closing messages. I would just say again, just what relationships you build with people. Don't be a dish canoe. You know, don't be that person. <laughs> be, be a good person. You know, when you're making relationships with other people, don't be that person that you got, you get the DMs, you know, the group messages like, oh, do you believe whoever is such and such or this MF here, that type. You want to be, you want to be that person in the group chats. Okay. So that's my closing <laughs> message. As far as um, anything, just again, I did review the Suicide Squad. So check that out. I also have an interview with uh, Rob Corrin, who's an indie wrestler in like Florida, Louisiana area. Uh, and that was a really cool interview. And we actually talked about DC a bit in that interview. So that was pretty cool. Um, and I do have a couple more interviews coming up. So that should be there in a few weeks. That's what's up. And she's back in Extreme Virtual Pro Wrestling. She'll be doing commentary with me. So just kind of look, looking forward to that. Oh, no, Youngblood has a question over here. Any advice for someone doing a one-off show? A one-off show. Marquee, marquee your matches and and promote those marquee matches for sure. That would be the first thing that I would be doing. Uh, <laughs> a one-off show? show? I've seen yeah. a couple of channels that have that one-off show, to be honest. I've seen a couple. MJ, do you, you have any Take quit? your time on it. If it's just a yeah. one-off show, take your time. Make it how you want it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, time is a very valuable thing and a good topic of a good subtopic of this one. <laughs> Try your best to bring that vision to life. If it's <laughs> if it's legit a one-off show, that means a first impression, heavenly matters, man. Yes. Because this is your one-off show, so make sure that first impression of that show really matters and what you want to be. If you if you have a vision for that show, make sure you tell it in that show so the comments and all that stuff reflects on th on that. Example, Ray Geddes is buried alive or graveyard match. I'm pretty sure that reaction that he got was the one that really mattered because that's what he visioned, you know. So, yeah, I mean, make it good. Make it good. And if, you, if, you, if it reached the goal that you wanted to reach... That's that's the big payoff, man. Especially like if it's a one. First impression matters with that because if first impression is the last impression of this one-off show. Mm -hmm. So I seen many. I seen I seen I seen um e well YouTube channels uh, calls that have legit one show, and it's like a yearly show. They do yearly shows, and 
it, it was cool. I mean, look at Fervor of Movement. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, those those guys, they do like, what, one show or like two shows a year or something? That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. But, they, of course, they have stuff like, they also have other con- like consistent products and all that stuff okay. that they show. They, they have a bunch of people helping out on their shows. Yeah. Too. It isn't just one one mm-hmm. or two people putting the stuff together. It's several different people putting stuff together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the fact that they use uh, sound effects. Yeah, they take out. They don't use any of the in-game. Yeah, sound they don't effects. do none of that. Yeah, I do like. I do like that. You but created your own little sound effect, noises. man. Wait, you did the little thingy. Wait, so they created their own sound effects. Yeah. Yes. Their own follies. Uh huh. Ray did Ray, Ray, Ray makes his own from show um sound effects where you do a little thing and you just yeah. yeah. Oh man, I thought you meant like bang pow, like even the punches. Yeah, yeah, they, like, yeah, they, yeah, they, they do, do that. all that. Yeah, they yes. do all that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. man. Walking, you can hear if say a woman walks through through the uh, hallway with high heels on, mm-hmm. you can hear the high heels clicking. Yeah. She's walking. There's oh, a wow. show um that I watch on Rocks Wrestling, Nemo versus Ezra. And the, the knee slaps and all that stuff. Like I'm really like, what's the sound effect? Because you you know, that's when you know you're a, you're a big mark for WWE 2K when you know that that's not the sound effect that's supposed to happen. You'd be like, how did that happen? You know? Yeah, yeah man. They I, I used to, I I just wanted to do my own little sound effect. I never did that yet. Like uh, for example, when a person's on a submission hold, right? And you want to do a little scream, yeah. you know? I want to do that. <laughs> You know, what? you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Be sure that when you watch the next one of that, I will do something like that. You'd be like, oh, shit, little sound effect. <laughs> like, I want, you know, or something, or maybe I'll get my own wrestlers to do it. Hey, Scott Adams, you're in submission. Give me some growling noises. I'll message them on Facebook. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. If you need sound effects, there's all kinds of sound effects you can look up on YouTube. You can just type in sound effects on, on Google. And there's a, a plethora of yeah. places that you can go and download free free sound effects. YouTube Audio has their own little sound effects too. If you guys want like yeah, free shit, okay. like YouTube Audio does that outside of music, like royalty free music, which is very important by the way because you do not want to get muted. I'm pretty sure everybody knows about that shit. You know, little entrances, music, and all that stuff. You don't get copyrighted. But YouTube Audio, check it out, man. It will help you a lot. Um, I know I do my own chants in XVPW. Yeah. Um, I went to, I remember taking, telling people, hey, can you say best effing show chant? You know, because that really mattered to me because the other um, XVPW show is called best effing show. And I was like, hey, say best effing show. And they were chanting best effing show. So you can hear it in the chants because I was like, that's what I want. Those natural chants because the audience plays a big part in wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Drew will love a chant that says three dub, three dub. I <laughs> would like, man. I told y'all guys I went to a WWE show last yeah. night. I actually recorded some audio while I was there. there Smart man. There Smart fucking man. <laughs> I remember oh, when um, when uh, me and Katrina went to what you call it? Uh, the Ring of Honor show. We, went to ha- we legit went to the Hammerstein Ballroom. I said, hey, we got to go to the Hammerstein Ballroom. And yeah, I, I took footage of the Hammerstein Ballroom and all that stuff because we, it was for the pay-per-view money shot. And I used audio, I used graphics from New York City to promote it. And it looks cool, yeah. It's just 
those little little stuff matters because you want to talk about that journey to how how you got to that you know mm. remember of making a show Ray, Ray probably understands the, the whole making of a show and the journey you got to making that show so you can tell those little war stories of how you got to that show how you got to that end goal it's fun it's a fun it's a fun little thing you know but yeah Drew do you have any plugins you want to say and plugins that you want to yeah man it's plug yeah of course I talked about takedown coming this week again I'll give you plenty of time to make sure to get there and watch that there's going to be a couple more takedowns coming up we got a couple more pay-per-views we're rounding we're rounding the end of the season but that's okay because we got a lot of big things planned for next season we're going to be changing a lot of few things and if you guys don't mind I'm going to take a time here uh, to kind of first get this information out there that we are going to be looking for a couple of things in 3-Dub next season uh, to go along with these changes and those are going to be some more writers as well as another producer or two. So if anybody out there is interested in this, of course, you're going to have to give me some stuff first. I'm not just going to hire blindly, but if, you know, throw, throw me some stuff, show me your work and let me see what you can do. And uh, maybe you can come aboard three dub and help us, help us make these products. Man. Katrina would like to uh, write, write, write hey. for, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, she, no, no, she was like, hey, I want to watch some storylines. You know, yeah, so. I did say yeah, that. I'm definitely, I would love I'm to definitely. write storylines for like WWE one day. That's like a dream goal of mine. To Absolutely. Make. All right. Absolutely. I got a story for you, Drew. I can't do worse. I can't do worse than what they're doing right now. So. <laughs> okay. Green lion. <laughs> I have this one. I legit have this one storyline that I want to do an XPPW, but I know it's never going to happen because I really legit want like four people in this, but they have to be official. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's like the perfect fucking like love story that I want to tell. But I was like, I can't do it in XPPW because I need four <laughs> people. <laughs> I've been I've been torturing Katrina with this freaking <laughs> a love story. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So here, hey. so, all types of stories. So, 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 all right. You know what? I will pitch it here. I will pitch it here because maybe I want to see this and, and and like somebody tell this story and maybe you know what Ray Geddes, if you want to take this idea, do it. I don't care. So here's my idea, right? So there's this guy named Tommy Strong, <laughs> right? And the manager is Gina Hart. So, right? So, and there's a, a heel named Chad Furious, okay? So, imagine this, right? Imagine this. Tommy, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're, you lost the Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship because of me. You're just, a, just, I'm just distracting you right now. Gina, well, you know what? <laughs> Even though I lost the Intercontinental Championship, I'm never gonna lose you. But Tommy, you are gonna lose me because right now, I don't want to distract you from your dreams. So <laughs> I talked to the XVPW president and well, I still want to have a job here, so I'm managing Chad Furious. No, Gina, how could you? He's oh, a ch Chad Furious. <laughs> like Furious Heart, Love Strong, Love Heart. Like you know, it's like those. Like I want to tell that perfect. And you know where I got this idea from? To be honest, where where I got this perfect 
You know the song Bon Jovi? No. You know you know Bon Jovi <laughs> living on a prayer? Oh yeah. yeah. Tommy used to work on the docks, right? So Tommy quit being singing that song. <laughs> yes. So Tommy quit being a boat fisherman to become a pro wrestler. Gina used to work Gina used to work in the diner all day. Gina quit being a waiter to help Tommy achieve his dreams of becoming a pro wrestler. So that's my idea of all of this. Like I want and you can't tell me that Living Under Prayer is such a good perfect babyface song for a wrestler. Like you gotta have that song in the background every time you're telling the story. That's his fucking show. entrance music, by the way. That's Tommy Strong's entrance music. Is that that's his theme? All right. Yeah. You can like if you listen to it right, you know what? I don't care. Oh I will I will play I'm, this I'm, song. I'm with you. Like, I'm with you. I used to work down on the docks with Johnny or Tommy. His name is no. Tommy Strong, damn it. That got me tripping over here because I like that song a lot and I'm <laughs> jamming in my head. Like, what the like, like you can't tell me that this is like the perfect freaking like, song for like I understand why y'all woo because man Dude, we, we lost woo. our guest we lost our guest because of the love story <laughs> <laughs> wait oh yeah he, he really is gone what happened oh he's gone oh shit <laughs> he's on the street. Yeah, he said oh hell no <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what he's probably doing? Ray's probably making this thing, the, this right story right now. Yeah. He's like, what? I love this idea. I'm a douche right now. He's going to create Tommy Strong, Gina Love. Look at him. He's like, Tommy's got to get the names down. What? Making his way. Weighing 190 pounds. From Newark, New Jersey. Tommy Strong. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Tommy used to work on the docks. Oh, man. I told you guys we were going to have fun today. <laughs> Yo, I just want, I want this story, yo. I want this story to, to be told. I you, if you actually do that, you just need to do it a little separate. Like, have it like a serial episode. <laughs> dramatic. Let it end on, like, a really dramatic note every week. Yeah, mm. man. Anyways, anyways, guys, we are out. Oh, MJ, you have any plugins you want to do, man? Oh, yeah. Sunday, this Sunday, we got SummerSlam Olympics going on during SummerSlam. So you can watch us while you watch SummerSlam. That's right. Who uh, said we're watching SummerSlam, bro? We're watching New Breed. I don't, yeah. don't want to hear that. I mean, y'all put that shit on mute because I'm going to be <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be doing my thing over here. Like, yo, but uh, yeah, we got episodes 159 and 160. On Tuesday and Thursday, 161 is Sunday. Man, talk about flying through some shows. <laughs> oh, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, But, yeah, make sure to catch us next Sunday. Oh, oh well, you know what? He's back. He's back. Wait. Ray, I, Ray he, I guess he finished creating a storyline. It's done. That was quick. <laughs> Ray, Ray you, you got out, man. You had most of it wrote for him already. So all he had to do was just type it up real quick. <laughs> we, we were telling we were telling the others that, oh, damn, Ray left. 
because of my storyline that he wanted that I wanted to tell. <laughs> no, no, the power, my power flicker, it's storming here. It's starting to storm and power flickered and oh, everything went off for a second. And then it came back on. I had to wait for the. Where are you from, by the way, again? Uh, North Carolina. Oh, come on. You sound up. like a Texan, man. <laughs> North Carolina, come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. You know, y'all know, y'all don't know that. Y'all don't know. Oh that. yeah, Pablo. Pete Pablo, of course. Pete Pablo. <laughs> that, about, that might have been the only song he ever released. Maybe. I no, think it is. He, he also has "Blow yes. Your Whistle." Yes. That is true as well, MJ. You're correct. I, I know a lot of PD Pablo songs. Please forgive me. <laughs> Ray, can you sing a PD Pablo song right now? Oh, the yeah. North Carolina one. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me hear you. Let me hear you, Ray. Let me hear you say the North no. Carolina one. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. Like super Very firm. Super, yeah. <laughs> you heard every syllable. I like the no. <laughs> 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 oh, this is great! This is great. Ray, do you have any plugins for your show that you want to uh, that you want to update and tell people on? Uh, aside from October, be looking for episode eight to come out. Uh, All right, October eighth, man. More intro, and uh, that's about it. Okay, okay, okay. Nice, nice. Um. <laughs> Well, to be honest, uh, it's like a Grand Prix Cup days, you know, man. New Year's Eve, New Year's hey, Day, I, all that stuff. I'm a book. I'm a plug something else for XVPW. They did the uh, the together watch of the uh, Matt Cardona and who was that? Oh, that Nick Gage. Was, Nick Gage. Yeah, <laughs> that was a very <laughs> nice. That was a very nice event that I I enjoyed from you guys. <laughs> We'll be doing more, man. We'll be doing more watch-alongs. I mean, should... I ha- listen, I already had like an angry wrestling bro. Hey, look, I love <laughs> the comments there. The comments was great. <laughs> they were getting on Katrina's ass. <laughs> and I said what I said. I told her, like, I don't care. Like, he was like, oh, you probably don't watch it. I'm like, dude, I went to GCW events in person. You don't even live in America. Like, insult <laughs> me, insult me correctly. Like, <laughs> um, like, I've actually been to this show. I just don't, I'm not a fan of a particular wrestler. Not a fan at all. <laughs> Max, if we watch that, I'm like, you know I'm going to be complaining. Oh, of course. <laughs> I don't Maybe give. I'm gonna be complaining about the whole time. I loved it, and then I loved reading the comments right after. So keep doing it. <laughs> it helps get views, ladies and gentlemen. That is, that is traffic. If you're YouTubing, you want traffic into your channels, and you want and people you want to re-click. Comments. Yep, you want more comments. You know, so yeah, it helps. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this is the EFBC, ch- EFBC channel. We are out. Make sure to check us out next Sunday. And I guess we could talk about time, timing, and, and what we do. So, yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, my Max, that's Katrina. This is Drew. That's Drew. That's MJ. We are out. Bye. Peace. Later.